Okay, my friends. So today we are starting a brand new book that has several stories in it. And since we are in the spooky season, uh, we found this book and thought, well, you know what? Let's do it. You don't get more dark and spooky than the Dark Knight himself. That's right, my friends. We're doing a Batman book. And not just any Batman book. We're doing the Lego Batman book. And it should be a hoot. So this book has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Whoa, nine stories in it. So we're going to be reading this for a few days. So hold on to your britches, friends, because we are doing this. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So today's story is from the five-minute Batman Stories Lego Batman book. And the very first story in this book is called The Zoo Takeover. And this is based on the story by Liz Marsham. And it is read today by Mommy and... A sleeping baby strider. A sleeping baby strider? From Minecraft. From Minecraft. Oh. Well, don't sleep too hard. You might miss the pictures. (laughs) Eyes are open. All right. Are you comfy? Are you ready? Okay. And my friends, I'm going to try to do some of the voices. I am no Will Arnett, but I'll do my best. Here we go. It's a big day in Gotham City, and the zoo is about to reopen. Billionaire Bruce Wayne and the mayor are there for the celebration. But then the animals all escape. Something that wild may be more than Batman can handle on his own. The caped crusader calls in his allies to save the day and to find out who is behind this dangerous disorder. Here we go. Gotham City Zoo is ready to reopen, the mayor announced happily. And now, thanks to a generous donation from billionaire Bruce Wayne, the animals will now have new high-tech homes. But then... Did you hear that? The mayor asked Bruce. It sounds like... Bruce began. Creak. Suddenly, the zoo gates began to swing open on their own. No, it's not a creak, said the mayor. It's more like a... Mayor, look out! shouted Bruce, pulling her aside just in time. With a crash, the gates broke open and a stampede of animals burst through. Elephants, giraffes, gorillas, and cheetahs stormed the gates as the crowd ran in all directions. Finally, a colony of penguins came waddling out of the zoo, squawking with alarm. Call Commissioner Gordon, the mayor told Bruce, getting to her feet. As soon as the mayor turned away, he tapped 
on an ear on his ear to activate a hidden communicator. Alfred, he barked. Are you? Y- yes, Master Bruce. Came Alfred's voice. It's all over the news. Shall I alert the authorities? Yes. And Alfred said, "Bruce, call for backup." Bruce ran to join the mayor. How did this happen? She asked. Did something go wrong with the doors? No, said Bruce firmly. Someone did this on purpose. The question is why. Moments later, Bruce, Lane, Bruce Wayne put on his suit and became. <laughs> no. There it is, Batman. <laughs> Sorry, it just it helps if I point to the right person. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So as he clicked his utility belt into place, the other superheroes arrived to help, and now we get to point to everyone else. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Batman quickly gave the Flash up. He wears the red suit. And Supergirl, and she's got pretty blonde hair. And she's got, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Let's see. Then there's, there's, uh-huh, Green Lantern and Aquaman, their orders. And they split up to find the animal. And that's Supergirl. Mm, Supergirl's up here, and then there's Batgirl too. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have a big group of people. All right. <clears throat> now, the Flash raced the cheetahs back to the zoo one by one, holding out bags of kitty treats to encourage them to follow him. Green Lantern found the giraffes grazing in the park. He used his power ring to form a long set of harnesses around their heads and necks and gently guided them back home. Two, four, six, eight, get these apes back through the gates, cheered Supergirl. She's a cheerleader, who knew? Excellent job, everyone, said Batman. He and Batgirl rode two of the elephants back into the zoo. And when then he saw Aquaman standing idly by the gift shop. Aquaman, status report. Well, Batman, Aquaman said, strolling over. Those penguins know the king of Atlantis when they see him. I mean me. <laughs> I just looked in their direction and they went straight back to their habitat. I didn't even have to use my sea creature telepathy. The penguins went back on their own? Hmm. Batman thought about that for a moment. What are you thinking, Batman? Batgirl asked. Nothing yet, replied Batman. What's important is that all the animals are safe. Good work, Justice League. Anytime, caped crusader. Green Lantern said, do you know that's what they call Batman, the caped crusader? And they also call him the Dark Knight. A caped? Well, if you wear a cape, you are caped. And a crusader goes out to try to make things right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for the invite to your fancy zoo, said Supergirl, flying off towards Metropolis. 
Back at the Batcave, Batman watched the night's news on the Bat computer and his eyes went wide. Alfred, look at this. Batman said, While we were rounding up the escaped animals, someone stole several necklaces from jewelry stores near the zoo. Such a thief. The butler shook his head sadly. But why? Oh, but why only take the necklaces? I almost gave the wrong guy his voice. Okay. Perhaps, Master Bruce, the thieves had necks, but no hands. Alfred joked. Had what's but nothing? Had necks, but no hands. Now, have you ever seen anything that has a neck but no hand? I think I do. Really? What do you think it might be? Well, here's my hand. Here's my hand. Um, what do birds have? Let's see what happens. That's it! Alfred! Batman cried. Batman quickly activated his Justice League communicator. Aquaman, are you there? See King here! Aquaman replied, What can I do for you? Aquaman, when the penguins were heading back to the zoo, did you notice anything strange about them? Uh, well... Aquaman said after a pause, now that you mention it, some of their necklaces were on backward. The penguins were wearing necklaces and you didn't think to mention that? Growled Batman. Batman leapt from his chair. There's only one person who could be behind this, Oswald Cobblepot better known as the Penguin. I have to get back to the zoo right away. Stepping in front of him, Alfred said, Sir, if Mr. Cobblepot is somehow controlling dozens of penguins, who knows what else he is up to? Batman jumped into the Batmobile. There's no time. The Penguin could get away. He revved the engine and with the screech of his tires, raced off towards the Gotham City Zoo. Outside the penguin habitat, Batman paused, then took the side door that led to the underwater gallery. He could hear the penguin cackling to himself, but he couldn't see the villain or his penguin army. What he could see directly across from him was a large steel machine. It had several dish antennas and was emitting a strange humming noise. What do you think it could be? Like this. Mm-hmm. The penguins are being controlled by a machine beneath the penguin habitat. Batman said to his communicator. And suddenly the lights came on. It was the penguin pointing with one of his special umbrellas right at Batman. The umbrella's tip pulsed with light. Batman glanced back at the mind control machine. The lights on the umbrella and the machine matched. Cobblepot must be using his umbrella to give the penguins commands. He deduced. Do you know what it means to deduce something? No. He concluded. He jumped to a conclusion. He saw it and he thought, why would it be like this? And then he made a decision. 
that that's what it was. It was because of this. He figured something out. Okay. Just as Batman finished that thought, a wave of penguins rushed forward and surrounded him. The penguin motioned with his umbrella, and Batman was lifted and carried up the stairs to the main penguin habitat. There, Batman saw even more stolen necklaces in a pile among the penguins. Now, where was I? He mused. Ah, yes, the diamonds. And he stuffed the necklaces into a bag and said over his shoulder, You see, Batman, when we fight one-on-one, I always lose. But this time, you didn't expect me to have so many friends, did you? Batman smiled. Oh, but I did, he replied. The penguin straightened in surprise. Behind the penguin, a green glow snagged his umbrella. I'll hold that for you, said Green Lantern. And at the same time, several batarangs hit the mind control machine, smashing it to bits. Pieces. One mind control machine on the fritz, announced Batgirl. Whoa! cried Cobblepot. Penguins attack! But the penguins didn't do anything. I don't think you speak their language anymore, said Aquaman. You see, Cobblepot, said Batman, I wanted you to catch me. It gave my friends time to sneak in here. And now we can't wait to visit the new penguin exhibit in Arkham Asylum. Do you know what Arkham Asylum is? It's the um, place where they put dangerous criminals in the city where Batman lives. In Gotham City, where he lives. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And that, my friends, is... The end. And I do not know why they say this is a five-minute story. It took us 14 minutes to do it. Oh, boy. We're off to a good start, though. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening. <laughs>